<laughs> we back. Got my guy Gabe. Yes, sir. Got my guy Gabe Williams on the show today, man. He's ecstatic to be here. <laughs> he just said it, man. His first podcast, sit down yeah. podcast. You know, I mean, I'm excited to have him in here on the Save and Such platform. Um, yeah, man, let's jump into it. Tell the people who you are, where you from, what you do, man. Um, my name is Gabe Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm from PG County, Maryland, and I play football. There you go. There we go. Gabe, tell them where you committed to, where you better go to school in a couple uh, weeks. I go to school. I'm going to school to Virginia Tech, at Virginia Tech. Okay. I love it, man. Virginia Tech signee. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, student athlete. You know what I'm saying? So all of that, man. So we definitely praying on you and your next transition, your next journey, you know what I mean, with Virginia Tech. Yes, Let's go ahead and jump on into it, man. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the centerpiece of this whole thing. Sure. That's why we do what we do here. That's We love what, you know what I mean, what we do. We love the conversations. Me and you was having, you know what I mean, conversation off screen. Just yeah. about how you were saying, like, man, it's so, like, unique and special that your podcast is sitting around God. Because you know I mean? yes. a lot of podcasts it's where different. it's just, it's podcast, you know what I mean? Like you said, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So what was it like growing up with you and your household and your family and, and God being a centerpiece? Um, So basically, I, w- I grew up in a very religious household. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom, I was raised in the church. I was altar server, usher. Oh. I even played the drums at church. So my mom raised me Catholic and my dad was Christian. So mm-hmm. I was always in always in church. I, they call me church boy. So I was yeah. always doing, I got doing everything too. in church. So I feel like that's really where I got my everything from, you know, mm-hmm. God is everything. So I really had that strong root, the mm-hmm. Christian root, you know, and that just carried me to where I am now. So everything I do and everything I get is because mm-hmm. of God, you know? Gotcha. So you serving in your church, you being the usher, the drummer. Still to this day. Still to this day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what's some things that like you learn along, uh, your journey doing that? Um, like just to be useful, you know, let God use you. You know, a lot of people try to like block off their blessings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like just me being who I am and having playing football and a lot of people know me and stuff like that. They don't know that I serve in church. So I feel mm-hmm. like me serving in church and me doing things outside of church mm-hmm. in God's light yeah. makes them want to do more yeah. things to help the community and help serve, you know, mm-hmm. and bring them closer to God. Because I tell my friends, come to church with me, you know. Mm-hmm. It, you know, church is church at the end of the day, regardless of your religion. I just want you to be doing something, you know, strengthening your bond with God. Mm-hmm. So. Got you, man. Got you. So what are some things after spending time with God, like in your personal journey, your personal walk, that like he shared, that you feel like you've learned after spending time with God? Um, he's always there for you, man. And, one thing I learned is that God could talk to you through other people. Mm. So I never stopped listening. Um, for me, it was very different because you know how, like, when I grew up in church, I grew up, like, I was, like, forced to go for my mom. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So me, I would just sit in church, not listen to nothing being said. You know, like yeah, yeah, any yeah. other thing, you know, you yeah. just be there. That's right. how I was. I was just there. Um, but then, you know, you just had to, like, find it on your own, you know? Mm-hmm. So I found that through my recruiting process of going through high school because high school is a very tough like yeah. for everybody and then throw recruiting on top of that. Right. Um and, and life, this is like a 40 year decision which you're doing it like your whole future. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's where I really found God, you know, praying and really asking him for his guidance. Got you. Got you, man. So what was there anything like any situation or any events that made you kind of 
in a sense, like say like, okay, mama, I, I see why you was bringing me and I wasn't listening, but like, I have to listen now. Is there anything that like happened where it's like, you kind of surrendered to God in a sense? Um, let me see. Um, this past year, a couple months ago, I had an injury where I passed out on a football field. Wow. So I had to be rushed to the hospital and, you know, just not knowing what the, was wrong and, you know, you had to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just not knowing what was wrong and not knowing if you could play sport you love. I could put, like, my all into this sport, you know. Mm-hmm. Just not knowing that just, like, made me, like, really settle down and really, like, pray and really find God on my own, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so... That instance right there, but you know, I have, I have other instances, just small trials and stuff like that. But yeah. that was probably my biggest one by far. Wow, that was actually uh, crazy to see because I, um, when I was in school, man, um, you know, running the conditioning tests, uh-huh. um, I actually had a teammate. He was a freshman. Um, yeah, passed out in the field as well. You know what I'm saying? But he he died right there, basically out in the Real? field. Yeah, he died basically out there in the field, man. So yeah. for you to, you know, what I mean survive that, you know what I mean, and still be here talking to us today is actually, you know what I mean, an amazing testimony because it could have went the other way. Everybody don't come out of that, you know what I'm saying? So, and I know when that happened, man, it definitely messed with me, messed with the whole team. It was just crazy to see. Something I'll never forget, man, just watching somebody. You know, I never seen somebody lose their life on the football field, you know, and that was our place of, like, you know, safety. That was our place of, you know what I mean, letting our emotions out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, for you to be here, man, that's actually nothing but the grace of God, man. So going into it, yeah. your football journey, your football walk, man. Talk to us about the recruiting process and how you narrowed your schools down and how you ultimately came to the decision for Virginia Tech. Um, so for football, it was kind of like me, like me, I was not a late I was a late bloomer, but like during youth ball and stuff like that, I was good, but I wasn't great. You know, I was yeah. just whenever it's football season, let's go get the pads and let's go play. I wasn't like a January, I'm out here working out in the right, gym. Right. I was just, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, was a, I was just a youngin'. Like, I played football, playing video games, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like ninth grade year really clicked because I was seeing everybody else get offers and stuff like that. So, yeah. damn, I could do I could do that. You know? Right. I grew like three inches. So that's when I was like, it's time to lock in. So that's yeah. when COVID. So COVID, my pops, he was at home not working. My little brother just went out to the field every day, mm-hmm. doing push-ups every day. And it was kind of like, it's you know how like you just gotta find yourself and find what you want to do. So mm-hmm. I feel like I found my passion, and then ever since that, I just, just it was working hard. And then I got my first offer at the end of my freshman year. Yeah. Then next year come around sophomore year, I'm playing varsity, mm-hmm. starting on varsity, get 15 more offers. Junior year comes, senior year come, and I just ultimately end up with like 48 offers, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the narrowing down process is a lot. Like, yeah. Not knowing where you want to go. Judging the real from the fake, you mm-hmm. know, seeing what fits you best, not just looking at the names of the colleges and stuff like that. That's what a lot of people don't see. So mm-hmm. um, this is the hard part. Um, but, you know, like like I said, you just got to pray. You got to see the real for the fake, see mm-hmm. if you like the school, where you want to be at in the future, mm-hmm. network and stuff like that. That's a lot of things that go behind the scenes. You know, you play football, so right. you know right. what goes into it. I mean, plus the work, like the work, no matter, you can be having a mental tough day and stuff like that. No matter, you still got to go to work. You still got to get the grind. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So that's just the hard part about football. But then ultimately I narrowed stuff down. That was probably like the worst couple months of my life. And then mm. 
you just pick your school pretty much. Yeah. And then now you just you work more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One thing you said um, from the real, from the fake, and it, and it just like kind of hit my spirit as far as like the people that you hang around, your friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What, what what's that circle like and how do you how did you choose the people to still hang with through okay. your journey? So let me tell you this. So growing up I played for boy a boys and girls club. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of ball, a lot of ballers. Right. You know. Um so they stayed on track and they D one, they doing all the stuff like that. So I had that friend group, you know? Like those I grew up with them. So those are my friends too, you know. Right. But also I went to a different school than them. So it's kinda like you got this friend group and then you got this friend group. You right. know, this friend group always going to be together, you know? So we're always going to be there for each other and like lead each other. Cause I was working out with them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also you got to like experience other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I had different friend groups and through the years, like, you know, real fake and stuff like that. Friends yeah. come around, but ultimately it's, what do you want to do? You know, if they're out here doing stuff that you have no business doing, mm-hmm. you just going to, turn into what they doing, you know? So I really just looked at the bigger picture and said, I want to be great. You know what I'm saying? I want to be somebody people look up to. I want to be a, a a figure, you know, not only for football, but for God. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I want God to use me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I'm on this podcast, you know, just a random, I don't even know what day it was. I just randomly got a text saying, check your DMs. So mm-hmm. it's like really just the way God works, you know? Um but yeah, and I also have my family, like my brothers. I got um, three brothers, you know, so I always, I was really with them all the time, you know, playing games and them. Yeah. So it wasn't really none of that for me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staying out of trouble. I know PG County, you know, we have, y'all have a, a long, long list of people that have made it out, people that have been successful. And I mean, how do you feel like you separated yourself for your era of athletes to come out? How do I think I separated myself? That's a good question. <laughs> How do I think I separated myself? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just different. I feel like I I um, present myself as more than an athlete. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, I like you know I play football. That's not who I am. Right. You know? Right. So I think a lot of people get lost in the fact that just straight football, football, football. All you want to talk about football. Mm-hmm. Like me, you just had a whole conversation about. God and our upbringing and stuff like that. Right. So I feel like me presenting myself as more than football separates me, you know? Yeah. And I just, I'm using, God's using me through football. Let's put it like that, yeah. you know? So I'm good at football, but I'm more than football. Yeah. And I think, like you said, a lot of people get lost in all that. I know, um, you know what I mean, like a lot of people who used to play ball, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't. And like when it ended, they don't like, have their identity. They don't. They don't really know who they are. They don't know yeah. what they like. What, they don't know what they don't like. So like they was kind of like lost in a sense, like uh-huh. panicking. You know, what I mean, they never really worked their job either, so they don't even know like what they can do. You know, what I'm yeah. saying so for God to like, you know, what I mean, be using you at that level, but also you understanding who I am, your identity in Christ is also, you know, what I mean, a beautiful thing, man. And you know, what I mean, let's just see how things play out. You know, what I mean, but at the end of the day, you know who you are, definitely. Know? You know what I mean? You know who you serve. So that's definitely, you know I mean, something beautiful, man. So you keep talking about this greatness thing. Keep talking about, I want to be great. I want to be great. great. Everybody say that, though. What's the <laughs> mindset? What's the mindset, though? I mean, to be great. I don't. You got the good questions, man. <laughs> I've been, been up here for a few years. <laughs> I don't. I just feel like it's, it's 
feel like I feel like I am great already. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like greatness is within you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you carry yourself with greatness, mm-hmm. it just presents itself to the world, you know, through yeah. you. So like I say, like it, it like greatness is not really a level, I should say. It's just more of like a feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I wanna be great and just everything I do, like I want to give my all in everything I do. You know, my this podcast right now, I'm giving my all in this podcast, you know, because it could really touch somebody through right. the phone. So I feel like being great is, is, is I don't know. No, I really don't know. But I just feel like being great is just something everybody should want to do. Right. You should be want to be great in everything you do. Be mm. great on the football field. Be great in the classroom. Yeah. Be great at everything you have passion or passion for, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's what I think about greatness and what I mean when I say greatness. Yeah, man, greatness is something that's not easy. You know what I mean? Like you said. Nah, it's not. It got them tough days. Yeah. Them days you just got to grind out, man. I'm telling you, I had one of them days today. Today? (laughs) Yeah, one of them days today, man. 5 a.m. workout Mm. and then uh hour drive back home. Yeah. Then I'm asleep. Yeah. I forgot I got the podcast at 12, but I had to get up. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, man. Just... It just got to be great, you mm-hmm. know. And that's what we was talking about that too, man. Um, a little bit before we got started, people don't know like the preparation that goes into you know what I mean being an athlete in general, but definitely being an athlete <laughs> at a high level. You know what I mean the things that you have to put your body through and how mentally tough you have to be. You know what I mean to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying. So, uh, you know that's a, that's a lot. Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. It's a lot, but at the same time, I don't feel like it. It mm-hmm. is because I love it. Yeah. I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the game days, you know you play football. Right. You play football. The game days, it's like... It's like a big meal. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're starving mm-hmm. all day, right? Mm-hmm. And then the game is just like the big feast day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just like when everything pays off. So I feel like the hour or two, your body hurts. You know, it's worth it for me. Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I wouldn't say it's, it's hard, but I feel like everybody struggles. Like, like even day, every day you go to work, like you're always going to have a tough time, you know, mm-hmm. getting up and stuff like that. But once you do it, it's like, you know? Yeah. And if you love what you're doing... You know, that's why they chase, they say, don't chase the money, chase what you love, you know? Because mm. if you wake up, if you love what you're doing, you're going to wake up better, you know? Right. And not be miserable. There's a lot of miserable people out there, too, man. There is, because they just get, just get lost in the money and, and mm. statures of, that we hold ourselves to, I guess. Yeah. Social media and stuff like that. Like, right. It could be a very bad, evil place. Yeah, man. Definitely feel you on that. Speaking of money and, and stature and things like that. You being saved, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you having that standard of Christ in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know at the next level now, we got things like the NIL deals and a bunch of money being thrown and offered and things like that. What's going to be um, the process and you and how you choose things to represent that go with your name? 
You repeat that. Um, so like, so like when it comes to NIL deals, yeah. you know what I mean? Like some, you know, some, um, some companies might want you to do things that, you know what I mean? Don't really fit your align, character. Yeah, yeah. Align with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, how's that going to go with you? Yeah, that just, that just goes back to your morals and, and, and what aligns with your faith or mm-hmm. something's that comes in and just doesn't align with what I want to do yeah. and how I want to present myself. You got to say no. Yeah. I don't care how much money you throw at me, you know? I feel like that's not the... That's not the, like, that's not important. You know right. Because I, mean? I know a lot of people, you know, I mean, we out here, there's a lot of foolishness going on. <laughs> spade to spade, a lot of foolishness going on. People doing anything for money, anything to be, oh, yeah, nah, we, anything <laughs> to be famous, anything to be seen, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, our souls is on the line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The kingdom of heaven is, is at stake. So, you know what I mean? It's just all about, like you said, going back to. Yeah. Stay true to you, man. Mm-hmm. Don't change for no money, no no nothing, no fame, no anything. Yeah. But like, just be you and you're going to be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what's your advice to those um, who are athletes like you? And um, just, like you said, having them tough moments, having them tough days, but don't really know Christ. Like, what would be your pitch to them to make them to come to Christ? See, Okay. So the way I feel like is I could bring you to Christ. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they say, you know how they say that I could bring you to the food. I could bring you to the table, you know, but it's up to you if you want to eat, you mm-hmm. know? So basically like, I'm sure a lot of people know who God is, you know, they just got to be willing to let God in and let God, you know, guide them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my advice to them was to be just, like I said, listen, like a lot of people want to talk a lot, but don't want to listen, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you listen to what people are saying, it would just make you, or help you find Christ, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, just through the words they say. Like me, I'm getting a lot of wisdom from both both y'all hearing y'all talk, you know, about what y'all went through and stuff like that. And it's opening my eyes, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's God through you, you know? Um, so I feel like if you listen, always stay humble and just everything you do, you know, mm-hmm. just know you're doing it for God, you know? Yeah. And God is allowing you to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't, don't think that way, but yeah. I do. yeah. And definitely, man, my advice to you, man, and I know, you know what I mean, like like, like I said, like you were saying about wisdom and things like that. Like, college is fun, you know what I mean? Enjoy it, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? But don't get distracted, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't lose sight of why you're there. Don't lose sight of who you are, you know what I'm saying? Because I've definitely seen some people who lost who they was. Lost, you know what I mean? Had scholarships taken from them, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Kind of lost where they was on the depth chart because they letting things like, you know what I mean, females get to them, allowing... Just nonsense, man. Things that happen in, like yeah. you said, like a lot of distractions and things like that, man. So, and I mean, definitely stay stay true to who you are. Stay rooted in Christ, man. And it, he'll blow your mind in the process. Definitely. I feel like that's just, everything is a blessing. You know, mm-hmm. everything can be taken away like that. I always learned that. So I always learned how to be humble and move about things certain ways. You mm-hmm. know? So that's one thing my mama taught me is like, it could all be taken away in a second. Yeah. You know, and I really believe that because I saw it happen. Right. You know, you never, you know, you never really see things until you like see it happen. You know, you can mm. hear things, but when you see it happen, it's like, dang, she mm. wasn't lying. Yeah. Know? So I've seen a lot of people, sport get taken away from them mm. just because of some, some foolish stuff, you know, right. like you said. So I just feel like to stay humble, stay of course, you know, stay prayed up and everything going to be good. Mm. I know you, you know what I mean? You mentioned like your parents and things like that a lot. 
who are some people that like you can honestly say like helped you up to this point? Like some great mentors, some great people to get advice and, and wisdom from. I don't know if you you went to St. Francis, so you know Coach Justin. Okay. Coach Justin. I never met him, but I know of him. Y'all know you talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um Coach Tony. Just pretty much all my coaches. I feel like it, they were like every coach, every male figure that was older a coach and mentored me, like they all helped me. Mm-hmm. You know, they all like kept me, of course. You know, mm-hmm. of course, like you're gonna have your slip ups and you're doing some dumb stuff, you know what I'm saying? But they always gonna come back and be like, hey, like, you got bigger dreams and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I feel like every coach I had played a role in that, you know? Um, and they, they don't get enough appreciation. Yes. They out here saving lives for real. Mm. I've seen it happen. Yeah. That's actually, man, so um, huh, funny you said that. Because I coach up at um, Calvin Hall. You coach up at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I forgot to tell you that. You ain't tell me that yeah. one. You left that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you that. I coach JV. Okay. JVD coordinator, man. Uh-huh. And I just, you ain't tell me that one. <laughs> so I just know, man, like, um, like you said, like, it's about saving lives. Like, I found my it purpose is. in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really find, like, I love the game of football, of course. And, like, when I got done playing, I didn't really think I was going to have the same love for it. But I feel, like I, so? I feel like I got even more love. You know what I mean? Real? Like, coaching. You know what I mean? Like, like them kids, man, uh-huh. and them youngins. Like you said, like, I just know, like, like it's lives that's being saved. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the kids don't have father figures, don't have big brothers. So to you, it's not just about football. Nah. So it's really just, like. So I'm saying these coaches don't be making a lot of money. They just do it because they love it. Mm-hmm. They love the kids. Yeah. So I feel like that's like them right there really saves lives. You know, yeah. like their teachers, their mentors. They they like yeah, I, I couldn't imagine a world without the coaches. Right. Know? Um so yeah, like Yeah, man. So it's, it's a beautiful process. We about to get up out of here, man. Last question. <laughs> Last question. What's the legacy you want to leave behind? Legacy. You got, bro, you got some good questions. I, next time I need like a, a slip of questions before we do it with some legacy I want to leave behind, man. I don't know. A legacy. Um, I just want people to know, of course, know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, know what I stand by. Know, mm-hmm. know what I did in my time here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a legacy, it's not... Not much too. I just want to make the world a better place at mm. the same time. So I there feel like go. that's a good enough legacy for me, you know, yeah. knowing that I made change. You know what I'm saying? Like you coaching at Calvert Hall, knowing that you changed some lives and helped people achieve their dreams. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So I can see myself being a coach and helping kids get into school and stuff yeah. like that. And that's legacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, when people say your name, and they be like, oh, Gabe, like that was a good guy. Like, mm. you know what I mean? That's legacy right there, you mm-hmm. know? So I feel like not the money and stuff like that, just word of mouth and people knowing what you stand by. I feel like yeah. that's legacy right there. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. This has been a What new... about you? It's your oh, turn. Yeah, well, my what legacy? about you? What's your legacy? Legacy I want to leave behind, man, is um, someone who served God to the fullest, um, somebody who was bold in their walk with God, and somebody Thanks. who- You didn't talk about that, bold. Boldness. A lot of people that I know aren't bold in their mm. walk with God. Mm. It's not, I don't know if they're ashamed of it. Well, I don't know if they're ashamed of it, but I don't know, like, they just don't speak up, you know? Yeah. Scared to pray in public, scared mm. to do certain things. But I seen them go to church, you know? I right. seen them. I Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I yeah. just never really understood that. And I mm. still don't really understand that. But 
were you always bold in your faith? Absolutely not. I wouldn't even lie to you. I just uh -huh. got bold after spending more time with God. After spending, like you said earlier, finding your identity. I just know who I am. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, you feel me? Like my purpose. I'm, I'm walking in my purpose now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just very confident in it. I'm very confident in who's allowing me to meet people like you, who's allowing me to, for doors to open for me. You know what I'm saying? So that's all it is. So I'm always giving the glory and the honor. Sure, definitely. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's it. This has been another great episode of Saved and Such. You can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. Got my guy Gabe, man. We're going to be praying for him and rooting for him at Virginia Tech. Excited to see what God's going to take him and do. He's going to open for him, man. Yes, sir. Let's yes, sir, do it. man. We appreciate y'all, man, for, for tuning in. We thank y'all. Like I said, we love y'all. Y'all stay prayed up, man. <laughs>